Hello and welcome to Terrifying Robot Dog. I'm Jonathan Stark. And I'm Kelly Shaver. And we're here to talk about how technology is changing the way we interact with the world. This week, accessibility concerns. Oh my. (laughs) Please stay tuned. Terrifying Robot Dog is next. Well, this is a very interesting uh, topic this Mm -hmm. week. Um, But before we get to that... Uh, coming into you from the Batcave, TRD, After mm-hmm. Dark. After Dark, you, yes. You, there may be waffles. Yes, you've been warned. <laughs> there may be waffles. Uh, you've been warned, dear listener. You might want to shut this one off now. But if you don't, we're going to talk about uh, the Supreme Court ruling about the ADA. I think it's Americans with Disabilities Act. And uh, some some uh, sort of related stuff from Google about their walking directions in Google Maps. But I want to check in first with Kelly to see if there are any updates with um, anything, gaming, anything like that. Um, anything. There is There is a game that I am working on. Um, yes, and in fact, I have intended for a while to send you a copy of it. I just haven't. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a little tiny game. Um, fits in like a Altoids tin. Oh yeah, yeah. You've mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've been working on it for for a while, and I think it's it's pretty good now, and I'm happy with it. And um, uh, yeah, I've been meaning to send you a copy. Cool. I just kind of got caught up in all of the demands of life at the moment, mm-hmm. <laughs> since I have zero free time. Right. Um. And uh, but yeah, so look for that. To, I don't. I'm not entirely sure how I'm going to do orders on that. Right. Because if you order it directly from the print-on-demand company like I've been doing for my other stuff, it won't arrive all neatly packaged in the box and things um, just because of the way uh, components for it all are and, and what have you. So um, that may just be something that I ship out directly. I don't know. I'm still I'm sorting out the details on that. Um, yeah, I did get... Um, I ordered... The wrong. I've ordered two of the same thing from you because I ordered kind of the wrong one first. But there was there shouldn't have technically there shouldn't have been any difference mm-hmm. with the way it was packaged. But both of them were packaged very differently. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the, in fact, the the wrong one that you ordered, I think, is no longer available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just like so, it was just like completely different size box, completely different way they put it, it was it was almost like two different companies fulfilled it yeah it was i don't know that was weird that was weird yeah. um i mean it was fine but it would definitely be cooler if it was like in the, if it in came the like, tin like here's a here's a here it is in a box shrink wrap yeah um which i believe is how it is now mm, cool um well i'll keep my eyes peeled for your owl okay been watching a lot of harry potter over here well have you yeah yes yeah i am um, Speaking of eyes peeled and games, um, a couple of a couple of weeks ago, uh, I was killing some time waiting for my new eyeball to bake. And um, <laughs> what does no th- joke that smell like? Um, it it does doesn't smell great. Uh, kind of like that you know sort of melted plastic smell. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, I was I was waiting for my new eyeball to bake. So we we left the. Um, the the amazing artist that makes my eyeball and wandered to a nearby game store and we picked up a copy of Aeon's End Legacy. Hmm. And Aeon's End is a card game and Aeon's End Legacy is a legacy version of that card game. Uh, I'm not are you familiar with legacy games? 
I took it literally like an old version. No, um, it's a it's game. It's the game changes permanently as you play through it. Like, like they'll have like a you'll get like a campaign that you play through, and like rules and components of the game sort of evolve and change as you play. Like you might end up like writing names on cards or adding stickers to things or removing cards. Mm. And so, and then when you're done, you're left with this custom version of the game that you can play over and over. Oh, that's wild. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's pretty fun. Um, and so, and Aeon's End Legacy is the one we picked up recently and we played through it and for for a legacy game, it was short. There was only I think eight games in the campaign, hmm. um, but it was a lot of fun. Hmm. What's it called again? Aeons. Aeons End. And how do you spell Aeons? A e o n s. Got it. I can send you a link to it. We can put it in the show notes. Cool. And, and I would, uh, I think Cooper would get it and like it. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we have. Um, it was it was very fun. Hmm. So I have a confession. Mm-hmm. We lost these new worlds. Yeah. She, I, Gasp. We brought it to one of the grandparents' house so that we, mm-hmm. he could play it while they were doing a sleepover. And we, at some point, lost track of it. It, so we're, it didn't make it home. Yeah. We'll probably have to order a new one. I'll do another unboxing mm-hmm. so you can see what the uh, see what the uh, the current packaging looks like. The current pack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm sure, it'll, I'm sure it'll turn up eventually, but. Probably. My dad probably stole it. gotta watch that guy yeah yeah those those grandpas are are, are yeah sticky fingers like that yeah yep sticky fingers grandpa (laughs) (laughs) Uh, that made me think of a really dark joke that i'll leave out (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) please do um okay (laughs) moving Um, right along after dark yeah um, we got, so I'll give you a little, uh, a tiny book club related, um, comment okay. that I reminded myself with the Hedwig comment. Um, Harry Potter, the Harry Potter series, which I dearly love has this, these just amazingly illustrated, uh, editions that are slowly coming out mm. and they're, they're just fully illustrated all the way through with like, um, like every, every page of text is like on a, a two page spread of meticulously hand painted background. It is, wow. it is unbelievable. Wow. I, I was not aware of these. Yeah. They're, it's almost like coffee table here. What are they called? Coffee table book. It's almost yeah, like a coffee, coffee table, table book. Like, they're, yeah. they're big, heavy and absolutely gorgeous jaw dropping. And, um, wow. It's funny because Maggie's not really a huge fan of being read to, but these are so visual that she's like, you know, sucked into it. And then she was like, mm-hmm. let's watch the movie, you know, cause oh, the Harry Potter four can they only have, I think only the first four are done so far. We just got number four and, okay. uh, highly recommend them. And, and it's, uh, if memory serves, it's the same. I don't think the text has changed at all from the original books. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's mm-hmm. the same. It's definitely not like a, a movie version of the book. Right. So, um, is it the the U.S. version or the U.K. version? That I don't know. I, I w- assuming the titles are an indication that it's the U.S. version because it's uh, okay. Sorcerer's, Sorcerer's Stone, Stone, and, Stone not, and not Philosopher's Stone. And, yeah. yeah. What they call it in the U.K. version? Philosopher's, Philosopher's Stone. Philosopher's Stone, right? Um, so yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure. I guess it would be the U.S. version. 
but they're i mean they're just it's just jaw drop it's like how did how does anyone even do this much work it's right stunning and apparently it's one person it just says illustrated i just by, started to say is it one artist illustrating the whole it thing? says illustrated by some dude's name you know i don't know if he's got no. a studio of people working for him but yeah it's absolutely they're 100 worth the money if you're into harry potter that's pretty cool i hadn't heard of that yeah yeah good stuff um i'm rereading seven eves uh, you, I, that sounds familiar, but you're going to have to remind me what it is. I've, I've mentioned it before, but, um, I don't know if you've read it. It's a, I, um, no, I have not. it's like 800 and some page novel by Neil Stevenson. Mm. Um, and I, I picked it up after I was, um, like after I read the Martian and I wanted more hard sci-fi. Mm. Um, I, I picked it up and it's quite good. Skip the audiobook. <laughs> there's, t- there's two versions of the audiobook and narration on both versions is horrible. Huh. That's a bummer. So just yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Um, but yeah, skip the audiobook, get the get the physical book, get the ebook, whatever. It's mm. it's a it's a very good book. Yeah, I love his other stuff. Yeah, I just I needed I needed something to hold me over until the next Expanse novel comes out. So I'm like, oh, I'll, I'll just reread this rather than rather than buying something new because it's like it was a massive book and I'm sure I didn't get everything out of it the first time. So. Right. And now, didn't you say speaking of the advan- Expanse, not the advance, the <laughs> The Expanse, the uh, fourth season, I think, uh, launch yes, date was December thirteenth. Yeah, so block out your block out your week or your weekend mm-hmm. right before yeah, Christmas. Binge the binge the fourth season. Yeah, everyone already knows we love that, so we don't suppose we have to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't suppose we have to <laughs> flog that anymore. Uh, cool. So let's talk about. Uh, trying to order pizza. Yeah, yeah. So you want to you want to get some Domino's, and you don't have your pizza button handy, so you need to go to the website. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if you if you are trying to use assistive devices, apparently they don't work so well on Domino's uh, online ordering system. Which, as someone mm-hmm. who uses, well, they, don't, they don't they they might now. They didn't then. Um, I think the original lawsuit was like three years old. Well, I can tell you that it's almost impossible to order a pizza if you can okay. see, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was still <laughs> giant. And, and it still, I mean, yeah. yeah, we Cooper's a big Domino's pizza fan, so we're we're uh, oh, the poor kid. regular users of the website, and mm-hmm. the pizza tracker has been uh, noticeably unchanged for years and years. Four years so it's probably the same as it was then right yeah. right and i'm sure it's yeah, a very so yeah. profitable website for them so i'm not really knocking the uh just from the 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 non-ada issue but just like the website is as a web developer it's like wow this is really bad and mm-hmm. as a you know but i'm you know it's like full of ups you still go there and buy pizza right and it's very clever so they do it's almost like from a technical standpoint it's just atrocious but from a marketing standpoint and a sales standpoint, it's extremely sophisticated. It just as mm-hmm. a as a user, I just wish they would. I wish <laughs> they would, you know, keep all the business logic and rewrite the way. Uh, it just feels super patched together, like 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 a thousand developers worked on it, <laughs> and everybody just was responsible for like one component. And it's just such a Frankenstein disaster area. Uh, but, you know, I'm sure... It, and then somebody went, yay, Ajax! <laughs> <laughs> it's rough. Yeah. And, uh, 
uh, it's busy. It's there's all the things, and so it, it mm-hmm. surprises me not at all that it would be something that that it's probably like even a hundred times worse for you know like a screen reader or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't every single every move you make through the website is like a window on top of a win. You know, like fake. Mm-hmm. windowing built into the browser where you've got like these modals on top like of modals on top of modals everywhere yeah and they're and the pages aren't loading from the server they're doing i mean they're obviously they're loading from the server but they're doing you know they're doing that thing where they load like just a shell and then like some ajax request jams mm-hmm. something on and they're slow as anything so it's all the kind of technology that would just completely flummox uh like a spider or any kind of like um programmatic access to the information uh so yeah and you know i think i think that's a common trend among pizza websites i'm thinking <laughs> thinking uh you know we don't we don't order dominoes often uh for a variety of reasons they don't deliver to our house uh, and it's not good um, and it's not good i'm not a fan of their sauce right um papaginos all day they baby. will deliver they will deliver to like within a quarter mile of our house. So like we could go meet them down at the corner if we wanted to, but they won't come up to the house cause it's too far. It's like out of their delivery radius. Right. Yeah. That's true for so. Papa Gino's for us, which is, is yeah. soul crushing cause they actually have pizza. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So they, uh, but you were going to say that all pizza websites are bad. <laughs> I think so. I yeah. think this is a common trend among pizza websites. Yeah. Um, I think if you want, pizza from the internet you have to have at least one semi-functional eyeball yeah and they uh, you know i kind of i hate to bash dominoes because they are they were always one of my favorite examples of of adopting cutting edge tech and just trying stuff and seeing if it worked you know Mm -hmm. they have the pizza button and they have you know um you can like tweet at them and and trigger your easy order delivery yeah can't they you order by text, like a text message text, to you now? Alexa, and, yeah. everything. Sorry, never mind. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they, yeah. So it's, so as someone who used to kind of advocate for um, multi-device accessibility, if you want to call it that, where you, you right. are it's just sort of, hey, they're doing all the right things, right? And well, geez, you can order by talking. So I wonder if that undermined the case at all. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. I wonder. That would have been an interesting. That would have been an interesting Angle. defense. Yeah, if they it's were like, like, well, you can't use the desktop site, but you can text us, or you can tweet to us, or you can right. Like, we can talk give you other into thin air. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and you know, it would probably be cheaper for them to any any claimant in the lawsuit. It'd probably be cheaper to just buy Echoes for all of them than redo that website. <laughs> so, or just send them free pizza every day forever. Yeah. And I don't. I don't think this was a Supreme Court ruling. I think what actually happened was the Supreme Court refused to hear it, thereby upholding the Ninth District's ruling. That's how I read it too. Yeah. So. Right. So it's not like they they wrote a position paper on it, but they were just like, "Yeah, you go ahead and fix your website." And right. yeah, I'm certainly not arguing against it, but I do recognize that 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 website will need to be redone. Like there's <laughs> no way you're going to retrofit anything useful no. into that thing, which is, I mean, you know, I, I joked when you sent me that link, I joked uh, like a web accessibility expert is about to become a trending keyword search. And sure enough, I like typed that in and got like, you know, when you know, when you hit a real 
popular keyword when the entire above the fold in a desktop browser is paid ads. Mm-hmm. And it was just like one after the other. We'll, you know, we'll comply with ADA, you know, website, you know, and I think it's great. I think, I think yeah. it should be. I mean, I think it's sh- websites should comply with that. And it's, and the, the, you know, the, this is so old, it feels dumb to say it because it's just so obvious, or at least, you know, to web developers, it actually makes the website better for everybody because you can't have, you have to be more thoughtful about what you put on there. It has to be a little mm-hmm. bit more organized. It's has to be faster. It's tends to, or it tends to be organized, uh, not organized, but architected in a way that's not this kludgy JavaScript heavy, um, you know, mass basically. But isn't that the modern web? Well, so here's the, th- yeah. And, and he- it is. And the thing that I, I think it seems to me that we're at a stage where s- when something like this happens, uh, it's not going to get solved on a website by website basis. It's going to get solved. Like automatic is going to solve it for WordPress. Facebook mm-hmm. is going to solve it in react. And mm-hmm you know, the big, the big frameworks and the big, the big providers. Gonna... Yeah. They're going to start, they're going to start using it as a bullet point in their feature list, which is like, you know, ADA compliant out of the box, which was yeah. the same thing you saw with, you know, mobile responsive out of the box at Squarespace. Yeah, mm-hmm. So like Squarespace, WordPress, all accessibility options built into bootstrap, you know, exactly. So stuff like that is, and probably in a lot of, I, I think, it's been pretty pot that the concept of, you know, like Aria two and all of the, all of the things mm-hmm. around this have been a badge of honor in a lot of those areas, you know, so frameworks and libraries and uh, templates and those sorts of things that became, yeah, you like, you look at any bootstrap sample doc sample code and it's all got Aria tags in there and everything. So mm. they're like, this is the way you should use our framework. <laughs> yeah. And it's like built in by, by default. So mm-hmm. probably what'll happen, I, I would, if I was going to make a uh, prediction, if I was a betting man, which I'm not, but if I was, I would say that your predictions on this show do tend to come true. Yeah. About, about five years later, like after I predict, like predict they'll come true. But, uh, the, uh, if ever, uh, <laughs> yeah, I suppose if I live long enough, all the predictions we made will, will right. come true come eventually. True. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, the, um, it seems like what'll happen is a bunch of people will be like, it'll get baked into a bunch of CMSs and people mm-hmm. will just be like, you know, at, at Domino's, it's going to be like, well, we can just pay $4 million a year in perpetuity to, to lawsuit claimants to, you know, or settlements or, which actually is a, probably a viable strategy, strategy for somebody that big. <laughs> probably is. But the other thing will be like, it'll just start getting built into stuff and then it'll be used as like GDPR. It happened with GDPR. It was like, yeah, nobody like individuals that were had like small, uh, teams or didn't even have a team. And it was just sort of a small business website. It was just like, (laughs) what? I, you know, there's no way. (laughs) Yeah. I'm surprised that we haven't seen more of it with the, the SCA stuff. That's not ringing a bell the secure card authorization. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Right. I think that's what it stands for. I, yeah, something like that. Strong card authentic- or authentication or yeah, that's, authorization or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, we'll, I, I don't, we'll see. I mean, I, I know I, yeah. I sort of read, 
I sort of, you know, saw tweets in passing. I didn't drill into any of the articles that uh, there have been some GDPR lawsuits for, you know, mm. directed at exactly who you'd think they would be, which is like Facebook and Google. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's just, it'll turn into a thing that's just baked into all the frameworks by default. And then some, you know, if, if Domino's ever uh, does do something to address it, they'll probably just jump on. Like just redo it with whatever right. framework that is at the time. Right. Yeah. So let's just redo it with like, uh, I mean, of course they'll use React Friend because. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, their business logic is so complicated that it almost does require a really sophisticated front end framework to. I was I was just thinking that yeah I would, it's it's like React it's, of course they would use it but then I was thinking well it's actually not a bad choice. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Except they'll pick Angular. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. AT&T uses Angular, and it just absolutely refuses to work in Chrome. Yeah, which is hilarious because Angular is, is from Google. It is, yeah, it is. Um, it's a it's a bug. They are aware of it, and they have said they won't fix it. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I have, to, I have to pay my phone bill in Firefox. <laughs> yeah, I have to pay my mortgage in Firefox. Same reason. Yeah. It's not Angular. It's just it's it's uh, it's one of those websites that was built explicitly for IE six. This has been updated. So yeah, so you go to it like the latest version of Chrome, and it gives you a message saying you need to use a modern browser. Exactly, literally, yeah. exactly that, right? And, and like, it, it's like yeah, I want to look in the source code and be like, this was last edited in like two thousand and two, right? But it says modern browser. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, yeah, don't bother turning it on your phone either. But so <laughs> so speaking of banks, though, and mortgages, the um, uh, CUNA, which is the Credit Union National Association, which is a fairly powerful body. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a pseudo-governmental body. That, it's like, like an oversight, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, what's the... There's one for straight, you know, like, air quotes, normal banks. The, like... Go on. FDIC. Yeah, that's the insurance. But it's it's not that. That's but, the insurance, yeah. yeah. But regardless, um, they, to much in my opinion, much to their shame, and I actually did, you know, I did my part by yelling at the, you know, tweeting at the, the head of CUNA. Um, they, cause, because there was a class action lawsuit against, shoot, now I can't, it was a, against a particular big credit union. It might have been DCU. Mm -hmm. which is really big and is stands for digital credit, you know, digital federal credit union. And, uh, they, the, their stance basically was looking for loopholes in the ADA and fighting it and, oh. and raise, right. And like, and then here's the, here's the thing they had to like raise a bunch of money to spend on legal fees and lobbyists to do this, to find loopholes, to find in loopholes, to to not do the right thing you know it's like can you just can you just not do that and just like just spend the money not, on fixing not it. be a jerk <laughs> to the people that like yeah yeah and like we both you know we both know that a project like that would be extensive and expensive but it would but be, so it would be extensive so's expensive. lobbying so right. like why not just take that money and just fix the thing which would be you know every single one of them with rare, rare, and I mean rare exceptions, like maybe less than 1% of credit union websites mm -hmm. are in desperate need of an upgrade anyway. So right. it's like, 
maybe it's time since you're getting sued because your website is so bad. And instead of like sending people to Washington to like say, no, 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 and just dig your heels in for the status quo, maybe just fix it. And it's going to be better for you in the long run. One would think, and I know, you know, thin margins in these tough times. And but mm-hmm. seriously, like if your website matters to your business and it stinks, doesn't it make sense to make it better? You know, if like, if you have delivery trucks that are always breaking down or, or even just super ugly and like a real eyesore. Yeah. Or like they're 20 years old and really fuel inefficient or. Yeah. Like if that's important to your business, then it probably makes sense at some point to plan to upgrade them. And if your business is online banking, (laughs) I mean, I don't want to pick on credit unions, but (laughs) you know, they're, they're still, they're still in the phase where there's like three different logins where you've got, um, and this was true with retail for a, a short, well, maybe not that short of a time, but where you'd have a login for your like retail store account and then you'd have a login for your online account. So like if at Staples, mm. at Staples you'd have like a login for your loyalty program, which was associated with bricks and mortar. And then you'd have a different login for your, for like staples.com checkout. Yeah. Yeah. Like a lot of shipping companies are the same way. Like UPS has like, like two or three different types of free accounts that you can have. Mm. And each one is a different login. Yeah. Yeah. And the best is like, oh, that, that, you, that uh, email address is already taken. It's like, yeah, it's me. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> and so now I have to make up an email address that I'm surely going to forget and end up, I mean, there are certain websites where I would literally not even try and log in. I would just reset my password every time. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have sites like that too. Mm. So, you know, so yeah (laughs) yeah that's that's hilarious i ran into that the other day like i was trying to look into um the kentucky department of education has this um site you can go to log in to look up like student financial aid information and all that and grants and awards from the state and all that stuff Mm -hmm. and i was going to look into kira's because she is um she's she's received this scholarship that's supposed to pay for the dual credit classes she's taking now but it hasn't been applied yet Mm -hmm. So I was checking the status on that, and it's like you need to do such and such, and it said to do that, log in as the, as the you know as the parent, and do such an, and 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 do it. I'm like, okay, how do I log in as a parent? And I go, and it's like, okay, create an account, and this account creation is like for a parent or a student. <laughs> so I go to create it, and it says that email address is already taken. I'm like, oh, like okay, it's me from two thousand three. Wow. Um, and it's my student account and it can't be a parent because it's a student. Uh, and I'm like, what do I do? <laughs> uh, I was like, okay, I, I, I don't really care about my Pell Grant money from 2003. That was, yeah. This, this just <laughs> happened to me with Gusto, which is a online payroll and, mm-hmm. and, and, let me just start off by saying this is not a knock at them at all because it's amazing and I'm absolutely in love with it. But when if you know if anybody ever paid you with Gusto, you can't create an account as a payer with the same email address. Oh, which is just and I don't you know it was like a one-time thing. So I, right, I don't want 
anything. I don't even want that login anymore, but it's associated with my one and only main email address. So I had to make a fake one. And so now every time I get an email from them, I click on it and it logs me in as the payee from yeah. years ago. And then I have yeah. to log out and then copy log the in. link or, or I can right click on the link and open it in an incognito window and log in. Right. The, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was the thing with this. Like I couldn't even create, I couldn't, like I couldn't even use like a, an alternate email and make an account because it linked everything by social security number. Uh, uh, uh. And just like... Seriously, like, nobody okay, thought I, of this. I can't be your parent. I am forever a student. Nobody thought like, of no this. One, like it never occurred to anyone that maybe someone who went to college back in like 2000 would now have a kid that's about to go to college. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Yeah. How, how do you people not think of this? <laughs> right. Oh, so frustrating. Yeah. And I'm sure they have some customer service person who's like knows exactly how to deal with it. If you could find them, oh, or I'm get sure they them. do because they probably deal with it all the time. Right. And and that's how Gusto. I mean, they didn't fix it for me, but they gave me. They explained the workaround and like here's what to expect. And I mean, mm-hmm. Gusto's amazing. I'm I, I'm a new customer, so maybe it's just the honeymoon phase. But um, but yeah, and you can solve that kind of stuff with like customer service and that. But <clears throat> but not if you're blind, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and you really want your pizza. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. So, so let me just imagine, let's devil's advocate for a second. Okay. Why don't you just call? Yeah. Why, why don't you just call? Like, I, I get that websites should be accessible. I mean, in the pizza case, like, like specifically yeah. the pizza case. Specifically the pizza case. I get that websites should be accessible. Like, I'm not going to call Amazon and order something. Mm-hmm. And, um, but yeah, why don't, why, why don't you just call? Um, but there too, you know, maybe there's the argument that, oh, I, I, I couldn't see the menu, so I didn't know what my options were if I was going to order by phone. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, okay, but you could also call and you could ask someone, what are your specials right now? They even tell you on like an automated thing. Mm before you get to a real person what their specials are and like pretty much every pizza place in the world offers the same foods <laughs> it feels like the screen um, reader would pizza. be kind of, yeah it feels like the screen reader yeah. would kind of be like calling yeah it's just gonna yeah, read it's, you no, it's, the, the yeah it's, it's like that episode of doctor who where they're all sitting around it's like we tried out that new pizza place on the corner and such it's like no what do they serve <laughs> pizza <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I, I, I'm glad that, uh, that regardless of the fact that you could call, I'm glad that, that the, the court ruling went that way because it's just like, I am too, but the, the, I, I'm glad it went that way because things should be accessible. But at the same time, it's like, uh, I, I accept the fact that there are some things that I can't do because of my vision mm. and like, I don't have that expectation that I should be able to do them. And um, I don't know. I don't feel like this should fall into that category. But at the same time, if it did, I'd be like, oh, well, I'll, I'll just call. Or I'll use she who must not be named. Right. Or I'll send a text. There, I, I, I don't know. Um, I think in general, accessibility should be a thing. But I could also argue that while the website may not be accessible, Domino's is. Yeah, that so like uh, the company is right, and and like, like don't get me wrong, like I I prefer to live in a society where wheelchair ramps are a requirement. 
yeah. know, even if it's uh, it not 50% of the population. Like, I, that's the world I want to live in. Mm-hmm. So I'm 100% on board with, and, and Domino's website really, really should be rebuilt. I mean, it's, I mean, I'm not the type of person to normally say, like, this is a from scratch rebuild, dudes. But uh, it, it probably needs that. And so I'm, I'm actually glad. I love it, actually, the whole thing. It's, I'm just from like a legal standpoint, though. I'm, I'm curious how that argument didn't hold up. It seems like, seems like it could. Like if you're talking to a bunch of super yeah. non-technical people, and you're talking about something that is probably not. I, I, this is just complete gut instinct from, from watching like Congress. Mm-hmm. talk about internet stuff like when uh what, especially when it's not mission critical we're talking about pizza right and bad pizza at that <laughs> i can't stop doing it <laughs> but do you remember that do you remember that the senate hearings when the the 4chan guy christopher Poole had, had to, to like explain had to explain what like how the, the, inter- the internet was yeah yeah. And so so they're so he's explaining stuff that was just breathtaking like t- to you know air quotes normal people breathtakingly obvious. And so with that as the back of the context it's really easy for me to imagine a savvy lawyer being able to confuse the issue about exactly well like what exactly is accessibility on a website anyway. You know right. like did they did like the defense bring up like a screen reader and like apply it to the Domino's website and every, you know, like 45 minutes later, we hadn't even gotten past the navigation, you know, like, <laughs> like did <laughs> I'm just, I'm super curious how that played out because it's easy to imagine some, you know, someone really trying to prevent Domino's from having to do anything saying, well, why don't, mm-hmm. why don't they just call and, yeah. and not, and kind of like, um, like the pizza is still accessible. Yeah, it's like you them. said, Domino's is still accessible. The web Domino's com is absolutely not. But yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad that it didn't go that way. I'm gl- I think that would be. I think that would be bad. I'm just. I'm kind of like pleasantly surprised. I guess. Yeah. And there, and certainly it will open the door for websites where, like you said, Amazon, like. You know, if you don't have access to Amazon or like government, you know, th- like government aid websites mm-hmm. or like your healthcare, and university websites, and your healthcare, right? And, yeah, all that stuff. That's like, a, I mean, there. You know, my next door neighbor works at uh, Price Waterhouse Coopers, and we were talking about a study that they did in the UK. Was it the UK? I believe so. Might have been. Might have been the EU. I can't remember. Um, but they um, they did a study about the socioeconomic impacts of having or not having access to the internet. And it was like night and day, like you, you mm-hmm. couldn't do diddly without the internet. Any kind of like, you know, so for the sort of lower socio, well, obviously anybody without the internet is like uh, a little lower on the income ladder. And those are like, there are quite a few services that those sorts of folks needed to access that the only way to do it was some kind of website. And it wasn't like an accessibility thing. It was just like, like this agency, you can't call them. You just go to the website and it was like, okay, so these people have to go to like the library or they have to, you know, go way out of their way to, or spend like an absurd amount of money on a shared computer or whatever it was. And it was like, yeah, as a major effect on your quality of life. And so if, if you imagine 
dear listener, like next time you go on the internet, close your eyes and keep going. And like, <laughs> how useful is it all of a sudden? It's like probably not too useful. So yeah, I think I, it's, I uh, totally applaud the decision. It's just, I'm just pleasantly surprised that, uh, yeah, a little surprised by it. Yeah. yeah. That, um, that the lawyers weren't able to make the case. That, yeah. Like weasel out of it. That, that Domino's is accessible. Yeah. Yeah. So bravo, one, one, one for the good guys. <laughs> yeah, but should you need to walk to your local Domino's to order your pizza, if you are blind? Exactly. You can now get, uh, what's the equivalent of turn by turn, step by step? Uh, step by step. Much, much more thorough and detailed uh, voice navigation in Google Maps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so I, I didn't read this. It seemed like you researched this a little bit. So like... Um, the idea here is that it sounds like they didn't really add, it's not that they added extra data to the walking directions. They added extra air quotes interface, even though it's audio sounds Mm -hmm. like, uh, but it's just, just more verbose feedback. And, um, this was, this was, I, I believe spearheaded by someone, um, working at Google who is blind and was, you know, needing to walk around Tokyo, which is a a very large and complex city, and wanted more thorough directions and feedback than Google Maps provided. And I've experienced this myself, too, because I've been out walking with it, and it's like, go north on such and such road. And I'm like, okay, it's, is that left or is that right? Which, <laughs> I know this is a north-south road, but which way is north, which way, it, uh, you know? Yep. And, and then I'm like, well... Uh, am I going the wrong way? Am I going the right way? Do I did I miss a turn? Yep. Um, do I have to cross this road? That's happened to me. Like in a, I yeah. remember being in a subway station in New York, and it's like exit at the eastern eastern corner. I'm like how much I'm underground. Like what hope do I have of knowing which way is east? Right. Like unless you've got like a little compass on the map. <laughs> yeah. It's like okay, let me let me just like whip out my compass and shoot an azimuth <laughs> to the nearest Starbucks. <laughs> And um, nice pull. <laughs> oh, I used to know how to do that. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny because I just I just relearned how to use a compass, like orienteering on a topographical map. Like a topographical yeah. map, yeah, yeah. I used to be able to do all that stuff. Yeah, it's a really powerful thing. It is. Uh, I have completely forgotten how to do it. Yeah, not to change the subject, but. Yeah. Compass is super cool. It's like crazy, crazy how cool it is. <laughs> they are, yeah. Um, but yeah, so it, you know, it, it. So, so, what are we talking about? Well, if if you're walking around, it's kind of like you're coming up to a busy intersection. It'll like give you extra alerts to like, wait, whoa, whoa like, hold your horses. Hang on, there's a busy intersection ahead. Yeah, and it does like a countdown of like you're this many steps away. Okay, you know you're this many steps away. Kind of like the backup camera on my car. Yeah. Or hey, you know, you you've accidentally strayed from your route here. Mm. You rerouting, and rerouting, rerouting. <laughs> Stand still, rerouting. Stand still, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And you know, you're you're walking under a low sign, and it goes duck. <laughs> uh, uh, I I don't think it's that that detailed, but boy, it would be nice. Uh-huh. Um, I, I've I've walked into. My fair share of, of low-hanging signs. Oh, that reminds me of a joke. I, I I told to the kids tonight, and Cooper, actually, I didn't expect anybody to get it. But mm-hmm. uh, you want to hear it? Uh, yeah. The only right answer is no, sure. but I know you're going to say yes. I Well, I'm, of course. So, 
two guys walk into a bar, you'd think the second one would have noticed. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, but yeah, I was like, he got it. He's like, oh, so like an actual bar. <laughs> an actual bar. <laughs> That's, yeah. That was his laugh. So, oh, like yeah. an actual bar. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. A, a string walks into a bar. Your bartender's like, we don't serve strings here. So he leaves, twists himself all up, unravels his ends, goes back in. The bartender says, hey, aren't you the same string I just kicked out of here? He goes, no, I'm afraid not. <laughs> That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah, koala eats, shoots, and leaves. I mean, be here all night, twice on Sunday. We warned you there'd be waffles. Yeah. What did Tarzan say when he saw the elephants coming over the hill? Uh, what? Here come the elephants over the hill. Oh. But what did Tarzan say when they, the elephants were coming over the hill with sunglasses on? What? Nothing. You didn't recognize him. Nothing. You didn't. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's 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 brown and sticky? Uh, I don't know. A stick. Ugh. Oh God, that's so bad. That is gonna crush at Maggie's birthday party tomorrow. <laughs> that is gonna crush. Oh, I'm glad I could provide you with these such high quality material. Yeah, for a six year old. <laughs> She's six already. You got it. Wow. Smart. Well, yeah, it's past midnight. Ooh, which means my wow. internet's going to shut off in four minutes. Ooh. Hold the phone. We should wrap it up. Yeah. I, I feel like we should wrap it up anyway at this yeah, point. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, on those, on that note, the bad dad joke note. Uh, cool. So, okay. So, just to, to wrap up, big ADA lawsuit against Domino's in favor of the ADA. And uh, fun new sort of user interface or you know audio user interface for google maps for walking around more safely in big cities yeah I take sounds it. great yeah sounds great changing the, the way we walk around and order pizza mm -hmm. uh cool all right well that's it for this week i'm jonathan stark and i'm kelly shaver and we hope you join us again next time for terrifying robot dog bye bye